all right, mister? Eileen? Huh? I, I'm sorry. It's just that you look so much like my poor dead girlfriend. Please, tell me your name. I'm Michelle. Lovely name. My name is Vash. Vash the Stampede. That sounds like oh, the name of the outlaw with 60 billion double dollars on his head. I get that a lot. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. Why are you doing the announcer voice? I'm trying something new this week. He's chasing the elusive mayfly known as love. He's Bill. His voice is not working. (laughs) Terrible. He's being put in strangleholds by the children again. It's Josh. I love being a dad. I love being a dad. Just I keep, love being a dad. Just keep telling yourself that, kiddo. I love being a dad. And I, his name isn't Jared. And oh my. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I meditate diligently every morning and quit after three seconds. My name is Andy. Seriously, though, what is going on with yeah, you today? Yeah, don't ever do that again. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I mean, oh, sorry. Wow. Guys. I mean, it's very odd when you get me in concert with Bill here, but damn. I wanted to energize our fan base with crazy new wacky ideas like announcer voices. You and me in concert would be terrible. Who's playing the wait, drums? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> he's, he's singing like I play guitar. Oh. It would be terrible, but it wouldn't lack for entertainment. Would it lactate for entertainment? <laughs> now, Sorry. that is something else that I don't... Have you been watching RoboGeisha again? <laughs> Did you hear the stuff about the lactation cookies? Oh, um, I kind of. Wow, we are, are caught up on still buffering. Uh, I think I fairly remember. Oh, I haven't listened to the new one. I saw some post about it. They had a, they had a friend who just had a baby, and so Justin made a batch of lactation cookies. Oh God, which apparently are just like these really like health cookies. Okay. Uh, there's nothing like weird in them. It's just. Mm-hmm. Like oatmeal and taco <laughs> chips and but and like Riley is just like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I love how, how awkward she gets and everything. It's, this week we have a review of Trigun episode ten. Quick draw, quick draw, and it's draw. Not quite, but it's an interesting one. It's a yeah, it's a. But we'll get there. Yeah. But first, nerd news, and I want to go first this week. Is your nerd news how you will not do an announcer voice ever after this? God, I try something new, jackasses. No, <laughs> my nerd news has to do with a very strange team up that is coming to DC Comics. Can you guess who's teaming up with DC Comics? I can. Well, oh, you kind of. I already yeah. told you. Yeah. Uh, the I Looney Tunes did. are teaming up with DC Comics. Yes, DC Comics is going to be doing a crossover event of comics with Looney Tunes. So we've got Batman and Elmer Fudd facing off. There are actually some interesting images. Yeah, that's uh, Martian Manhunter and... Uh, Marvin the Martian? And Mar- Marvin the Martian. Uh, I don't think I showed you that one. I saw that one. Yeah, that one's pretty... I thought that was just fan art. I didn't know that No, that, that I think that's actually for oh, this. Um, they've got Jonah Hex and Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Sam. And then... And some bird guy. I can't think of his name. Lobo. Lobo, Lobo. and uh, the Wily e. Coyote apparently going after the Roadrunner. Okay, so, I I don't know why I was thinking about. It. I was thinking Loeb. 
Like Jeff Loeb? Like no. like Lindsay? Lo- Lobo. Yeah, Lobo. I don't know why. Spanish for wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes sense why he's working with the coyote. Yeah, so that, that would be pretty cool. And also, next month, DC Comics is also releasing a series of crossovers with Hanna-Barbera characters, like the, Fr- the Flintstones, the Jetsons, and Space Ghost. Yeah, but is it like TV space? Is it no, TV it's probably, Space no, Ghost or is it no, classic Space Ghost? I'm sure it's got to be classic That's Space Ghost. That's nowhere near So as he's going to be saved by a monkey. Probably. Uh, so what do you guys think? The Wonder thought? Twins had a monkey. Yeah. Yeah, it could totally be the Wonder Twins monkey and Space Ghost monkey that, like, team up. What was that one? Like, Aunt May and someone else, like, got the powers of Galactus? Yeah, what if Aunt May had the power cosmic? Yeah! <laughs> so great! It was so I great. I have to read that. Oh, yeah, that was a great what if. Um, oh. So, yeah, what do you guys think of this uh, interesting mashup? I bet they'll be fun. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean... As long as they don't do the extreme lunatics thing that they did back in the early 2000s with the Looney Tunes characters, we'll be fine. Okay. I remember the, uh. Oh, God, that was I remember such a the toys idea. of those. Is that the, the DC character as? No, no, the Extreme Lunatics was a, uh, was Warner Brothers' attempt to make cool and edgy Looney Tunes characters. Like, I a... remember those now 100%. Oh, I totally remember those now. Yeah. Yeah. It was Buzz Bunny and, yes. oh, man. Yes, those were really bad. People no. hated it. I was thinking about, like, Happy Meal toys that mm-hmm. were like a Looney Tunes character yep. and then you snapped on. Yep. The, the armor or yeah, whatever, right. the, the, the shell, costume, the costume yeah. shell. shell. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. yep, like Daffy Duck was Batman, yep, and I remember Paz those. was the Flash. Yep, that was pretty cool. Those were cool, yeah, those were fun, but I'm talking that we're going to make them extreme and edgy, because it was called Extreme. Because yeah. it was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was the early 2000s, I oh, want to say. It's, it's, we're behind the times a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. There's so, so many pouches, and nobody has feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as they don't do that, or if they do that in a way where they destroy those characters, cool. Yeah, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see them as one-off kind of yeah. comics. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I may actually pick one yeah. of those up just to see how it is. Right, right. Josh, anything this week? Uh, yes, so... Did you steal something from another podcast in the network this week? <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> and I gave Will license to use it. Did you also give him a license to kill? Because that'd be cool. No, no. I don't give my license to kill. I use it. Dun, dun, dun! I stole from them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he does that all That's the time. True. That's true. I do not all I did it once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because they're still fairly new. I mean, you know. <laughs> they only had one idea, and you took it. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, go ahead. You stole the McElroy's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking That was an homage. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. And by the way, I hope you all enjoyed that intro, because that was fun as hell to make. I hope they enjoy that, yes. I hope uh, the McElroy's never hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, they okay. never will. Uh, <laughs> sends it to uh, Hulu is taking a shot at the uh, MCU. Hulu is? Hulu is, yes. Really? They've gotten the rights to do the Marvel comic book series, The Runaways. Okay. And so far, they have actually released their cast list, and a lot of these people I'm not familiar with. They were going to be on Netflix, but they're in a way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, true. However, there is one, one actor that cast uh, that Bill and I will be very happy to see, and they've got James Marsters. Oh! It's Don't. Cyclops. Yeah, no, no, I no. saw that coming. <laughs> no, that's James Marsden. Oh, well, then I don't care anymore. Okay. Because he's hot. At least it wasn't... The, uh, <laughs> Isn't I, James Marsden hot? I don't know who is he. Spike from Buffy. He's all right. This guy. This guy. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Show him a picture of Spike, though. Well, I've seen Spike. I know Spike. Okay, no, He's well, all right. Like, right, so James Marsden is going to play one of the villains in Runaways as uh, Victor Stein, one of, the, one of the Steins. For those of you who don't know uh, what... That's Stein. The, Stein. <laughs> is this Cider Brothers? <laughs> 
Rick and Scott. Wow. Rick no. and Scott. Oh, oh my god, they should be superheroes. No. They could be the Wonder Twins. <laughs> the dog face gremlin. Yeah. Jesus. For those of you who might not know what the uh, Runaways is about, it's about a teenage. Clearly, I know all about it. Superhero <laughs> team. I'm using air quotes because the whole idea is they're a group of teenagers who find out who find out that their parents are actually supervillains, and so they quite literally take some of their, their parents' shit and run away so they can protect themselves no. from their evil parents. What is it going to do with poop? What? what? Oh, ha, I get it. It's super science-y and mystical poop. A supersonic shot him. <laughs> <laughs> they take, Their like, objects, like things of power. Right, like to, one, one set of parents is, are, are, are mystical, another set of parents are from the future and have high technology. And do, the, um, do these characters have powers themselves or none at all? The kids? The kids. Yes. The okay. stuff? Is the stuff the power? Oh, dear God, no. I hope none of them eat the stuff. Never eat the stuff. Yes. <laughs> Referencing a very obscure movie that Andrew has no idea even exists. I, I don't know what that is. No. The, 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 the equipment. Okay. What about the Is that the power? Some of it, yeah. Like, who's kind of considered their leader, uh, Nico Minoru. She has this mystical staff that she stole from her parents, and she can't bring it out unless she's bleeding. I actually know that character because it's one of the... Uh... Smash Fiction's Extraordinary League. Right. She's by far the most standout uh, character of the series. The person series. who was playing Archer went to playing her. Really? I miss nice. Archer, but they decided they needed a little more diversity in, in the group. Nothing says more diverse than a Japanese witch goth girl. Right. Because it started out as Archer, Dante, Stitch. You're right. And some character from Mass Effect. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a thing in the comics. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Is it in production? Uh, I think it's in production. It says 2018, so it'll be next year. Very cool. So far, IMDb is listing everyone under two episodes, so I'm thinking they might be just doing a two-episode mini-series just to see... See if it... If see it, if it catches yeah, on, on yeah. Uh, you know, especially... Before they spend a lot more money on it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Okay. Bill, any nerd news this week? I got sad nerd news. Oh, what's that? We're going to have a whole lot more turnbuckles. Oh, yeah. George the Animal Steel died. Yeah. It's oh, a shame. So... I don't know, I know, Bill, you, your knowledge, not necessarily knowledge, because I'm not saying your knowledge is, is in He's any way deficient, school, but I'm saying that, like, your heyday when you started would be after George the Animal Steel. I saw him as a returning legend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I don't know how much you've seen of any of the other elements of, like, like any of his earlier matches, his, like, legendary feud with Macho Man Randy Savage. Some. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... I've gone back, watched a little bit, watched videos about it. Mm-hmm. The most knowledgeable. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm I'm his biggest fan, and, mm-hmm. but I at least enjoy the history of pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And, and you so, like characters. I like characters. I absolutely do. So yes, I do. I'm aware, certainly. Georgie Animal Steel. Even in my wrestling knowledge, I was an '80s and obviously early '90s wrestling fan during the time, and his time in WWE was like. Very limited to the earlier days. Mm-hmm. Um, so even I, even I don't have a lot of personal knowledge with a lot of his stuff. I've gone back and seen stuff over time. Right. Um, and, you know, he was still prominent in some of the early WrestleManias and wrestling events that I've seen. Um, but yeah, that, that, uh, feud with Macho Man Randy Savage is probably his best gimmick and feud or whatever. Oh. Um, you know, he had a little bit of a love interest in, in Elizabeth and uh, some of that, some of that bled into real life. I was going to say, that uh, probably didn't even, uh, yeah, some of that, that probably wasn't even a scripted feud. Yeah, yeah, some of that, some of that, because we know that Macho Man Randy Savage was very protective of her. Um, That's a way to put it. Yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, they're, they're both dead. Let's not talk ill of the dead. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really sad. I would agree. And honestly, I think even more so and sadder. I read some of the comments about him 
as a uh, PE teacher and him in his personal life. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a stellar guy. Mm-hmm. Influence. Yeah, real nice guy. Yep. And it's a shame. All right. Well, that's, I think, all the nerd news we have for this week. Let's bring it up, because we're down right now. I want to yeah. get right up there into the episode 10, and let's just get right up there and hard and just draw it quick. You are bad at segues. I'm so bad at segues, I bet you I would fall off of one. Hey, hey kids! Over. I like... know you would fall off of oh. I've met you. I've seen your coordination. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Hey, right. hey, kids, you like guns? You like pretty ladies? Then this is the episode for you! He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Everything about That's this... a segue. That's a segue. Everything about this episode sucks. Bill, it's your week. Tell us about this episode. I like Guns and Pretty Ladies. Uh... Yes, you do. Tell us about it. <laughs> Alrighty. We open on the city of May one foggy morning. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful introduction, too. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, they did, they really went all out in this intro part. Bash is awakening to go about what we can only assume is his normal morning routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually barely recognized that that was Vash. Yeah, I I wrote the same thing in my notes that mm-hmm. like he looks totally different without the coat and like the baggy clothing he's wearing. Even it his hair really... is is done in a diff- more of a well, bedheady look. Unstyled. Yes, right. unstyled. Right. It's does, interesting. Does he carry pajamas with him all the time? Then I assume Apparently. He, he does have that rucksack. Yeah, but I just didn't assume pajamas were in there. I, I guess. don't know unless like he buys Borrowed them or borrows them. Yeah. or I don't know. <laughs> he um, gets them from the innkeeper. Probably. He says hi to the birds. Uh, he tells us, the audience, apparently, uh, his name. <laughs> in, case, in case you forgot. Um, well, you guys didn't know it was Well, him. yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm Bash. Uh, and he, that he diligently meditates for three seconds on life and love every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the, the series of quote. The quote, the whole series there is, I have been a hunter of peace, chasing the elusive mayfly known as love for many, many moons now. There is no rest for me in my search of peace. I meditate diligently every morning. The subjects are life and love. I quit after three seconds. It's just great. Like no. it's, it's so great. Now, is that because he's goofy and just gives up, gets distracted? Uh-huh. Or is he that focused that that's all he needs for meditation is three seconds? Ooh, that's deep. I like Very that. Very nice. Deep. He trains Joke. every day. He does. Sheathing and drawing his gun without dropping an egg that he has balanced on the barrel. Totally badass. That is pretty smooth moves. He misses, and so that's his breakfast. Yep. <laughs> I guess he probably just picks up the cracked egg off the floor. Okay, apparently I'll, so. Waste not wanting. Ah, I'm you beat me to it. You yeah. beat me to it. But what I find interesting is while he's doing the Japanese uh, egg on toast <laughs> breakfast thing, mm-hmm. he thanks the egg. Yeah, he does say uh, farewell. Mm-hmm. I assume the egg. The poten- potential life in the egg. Goodbye! Or- you're in my tummy now. That was the egg the whole time. <laughs> he repeats his line that he is a hunter of peace, chasing the mayfly known as love. Uh, he also says it's his mission to teach the children the importance of peace and love. <laughs> and we get a great cut. <laughs> we see him wrestling with the local children as Millie watches on. She's amused. She says, "That's cute." Mr. Vash is being put in strangleholds by the children again. Hey, Andrew. So, Andrew. Millie! Yep. And, of course, Meryl's there being surly. She's, yeah, well, you know. Typing away on her waffle iron. Yeah, what was up with that that keyboard? That keyboard looked really weird. That is not her normal keyboard, is it? I typewriter typewriter does seem a little odd this time. Yeah, it seems like there's a new group of people animating this episode, and they're like, I don't want to go back and look at how we actually animated this before. Shit, this doesn't look right. Quick draw. They won't know. (gasps) Quick draw? Madraw? They show the title of the episode. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, We cut to a random woman on the street uh, who screams as a bloody Vash falls at her feet, and he mistakes her for his poor dead girlfriend Eileen and asks her name. (laughs) She's got, like, some serious, like... 
pouty lips like going Like Botox on. lips, yeah. Yeah, like Botox, Botox lips, yeah. Well, she's also, I mean, she's got the guns. I mean, just... Like, no, Vash has the guns. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's got, like... I mean, Wolfwood has them, too. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Mill, I'm sorry. Mill, Millie has some, and so is Meryl. Meryl yeah. has a lot of guns. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's I, being metaphorical. I'm talking about her she boobs. Has, she has giant biceps? Yeah, the like, biceps. The guns, like, yeah, good whoa. show. She has big tits <laughs> and a short dress. She uh, is she is kind of a stereotypical bimbo look. There is more to her than her sexuality, sir. Right, yeah, no, I was no, I, I wasn't gonna go there, but yeah, she that. was drawn like a bimbo. But, but, oh, but, yeah, yeah, okay, true. dude, yeah, so that's Josh has to make it a point. We'll that, talk tell about me, it. Tell me about her in-depth character uh, arc uh, later on, okay? Uh, I'll get there, don't worry. Uh, I'm sure she'll be a recurring character. <laughs> well she her in her in-depth arc is that she when Vash introduces himself with his real name <laughs> She <laughs> says that it. sounds like the wanted criminal. Yeah. And he says, yeah, I get that a lot. Which is yeah. one, probably one, one of the best lines of the whole episode. But then he asks if she wants to go to lunch and she slaps him. I don't understand that. That was the finale of her arc. <laughs> it ends in pain. So, did you note the red substance on his face? Yes. Not ketchup. No. It actually says tomato juice. Yes. Ah. That, that, that Spoiler, that'll come up later. Um, oh, yes, it will. Anyway, this has been a scam by Vash and the boys of the town. Yeah, apparently. So, so okay. There's, we there's, we there's, had that discussion. Yes, we so had a discussion earlier when we, when we rewatched this episode. Either <laughs> one of two things happened. Either the kids are like, man, Vash really needs a girlfriend. So they're trying to help him out in impressing this girl. Right. And Vash, who has no interest in hooking up with anyone, we've seen that earlier, is purposely bombing. Yeah. Right. Or he's trying to hook up these kids with these chicks. I don't think that's happening. Oh, no, okay. No. All right, fair enough. What, what I find funny, too, I think maybe the I think maybe the kids are just bored and they want a macho type to be friends with. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so they want a guy who can show them how to how to pick up women. But they even say that that's ten for ten. Or... <laughs> he's done this same bit like ten, 10 times. times. Or, 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 or well, they're starting to get annoyed with him. Yeah. yeah. Then we get introduced to Neil, who is apparently a lost Jonan Vasquez character. Uh, whoa. <laughs> he, he's, he's, uh, I think he's described as a quiet loner. Mm-hmm. He's been a yeah. quiet loner lately. Wearing a face on his shirt and like a weird hat. He's totally a Jonan Vasquez character. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Neil is voiced by Cody McKenzie. Wow. Cody okay. McKenzie. I'm sorry. Cody McKenzie. Cody McKenzie. Good, good for him. Good, good for him, yep. Uh, Meryl's finding work. Yep. Then Meryl, Meryl shows up to lecture Vash and ruin his cred. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to, like, be sexist about Meryl here. I'm really not. But she is a friggin' shrew in this episode. <laughs> yeah, she's not exactly nice at all. At all. No. Like, and, ever. And, 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 no, it's true. Well, I mean, she's a, are, she I mean, is a strong woman who no, wants to do, just who, angry. She wants to get business done. She, she is worried about the Bernard Daly Insurance Society, and she will do whatever it takes to make sure this ace gunman... Now, to be fair, she does apologize later in this episode, though. Fair enough. Vash checks in on Neil. <laughs> oh, God. We get a mini exposition dump here. Oh, yeah. Um, he delivers food for his family. Uh, he won't give Vash a handout. And his mom is <laughs> off limits. Yeah, exactly. Vash comes into the restaurant as a customer. Yes. Yeah. And he finds that Neil's mom is hot. Mm-hmm. And Wolfwood is already working there as a cook. <laughs> stop it. Oh, God. Fucking stop it. Oh, my God. Stop that word. I don't, still don't understand it entirely. Stop it. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> He's working there as a cook. Yeah, I was. It was kind. I mean, you kind of expect it, but like at the same because time, he's so it's, awesome. 
pops. Yes, but but at the same time, you it kind of is surprising. He just pops. He's like, "Hello!" And Vash does this like fall over dive without like changing his posture. Just dumps completely over. It's pretty great. And we get our second exposition dump of the episode. We do. He apparently stops some thugs from shaking down the mother. To pay off the dad's debts. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's. I, I love, I love yeah. how he says, he says, well, after using some of his gospel, and what you see is, is, is from the, the reality of the situation, is you see gun smoke light. And they're oh, all yeah. Just, they've all they been are, shot up. They, and, they are wrecked. I love before this, by the way, when Wolfwood is like totally freaked out. He's like, I have to tell you what's going on. And he, he says, thank heaven you asked. It's a long story, but it's kind of a short one. And I'm like, wait. What? And Wolfwood is so goofy in this scene. Like, he's far goofier than Vash in this scene. It's great. Yeah. I think that it once again just shows what kind of similar character he is to, to Vash. And to then Vash. Vash realizes he's like, ugh, I don't like this guy but because I like this he's guy. so similar to me. It's like it's like how some people, you know, you can't like someone else because of what you realize years later. Yeah. That was me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Wolfwood and the kid are both helping the mom. Mm-hmm. The <gasps> restaurant going. Can I mention... Sure. The apron that they're wearing. Yeah, they're like all... the smiley face without the smile. Yeah, they're just I, weird faces. I know, but I want one so bad. It's almost as cute as Excel's apron with a little duck on it. Oh my god! Are see, you... see, there's my Excel reference. This <sighs> thing, I got it in, guys. I got it in. I saw it coming. Yeah. If I say that word again, okay, fine. You can slap me, but if he mentions that previous show we used to do, you should slap him too. And if we both say the things that we're not supposed to say at the same time, it's Vader time. Does that work for you? He doesn't yell and peek the mic, though. I wasn't <laughs> peeking the mic this time. Oh, oh, that was really cute. I'm sorry, Josh. Wolfwood proposes that Vash compete in a quick draw tournament for fifty thousand double dollars. Ooh, yeah, seems like a convenient yep. plot to do to kind of fill up some time for this episode. Uh, Wolfwood is acting as his manager, basically, and blackmailing him. <laughs> Into doing that or getting turned in for the bounty. Yeah, dick move. Vash gets super serious about it, too. (laughs) He does really get really angry. I do think, yeah, it just goes to show you, too, that uh, Senpai is definitely the kind of guy that will do... Dump it. ...whatever it takes to get the job done. It's true. It's true. Uh, Later, Meryl is at it again. She's somewhat right, knowing he has a bounty. And there's a bunch of guys with guns showing up. Probably not a good idea. It could lead to violence and craziness. It Mm -hmm. will. It's Vash. So... (laughs) But still... And shenanigans, don't forget She could be a little more rational than angry. She'll apologize later. The guy running this contest is actually the first guy in the series ever to realize wannabes just use this name. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't know if that's 100% true, because sometimes, like, anytime anyone's run into Vash, they don't assume that he's actually who he is. They think No, but anytime anybody else says, says they're Vash. They immediately think that that is legitimately uh, okay, Vash's right. Bill is using the ironic humor. Thank you for explaining that. But yes. can, can I talk to you? Speaking of humor, can I talk to you about the application? Oh, what's on it? Come on, let, tell Thank, us about I think the I missed that. Thankfully, there's not. There's only one element of English on it. Okay. Um, but it's still interesting, I think, to see what's all on it. So this is Vash's application. So name in full, Vash the Stampede. Apparently, that's his name in full. Like he doesn't have a last name. He's Vash Stampede. Uh, permanent domicile, which is a strange wording. <laughs> uh, unidentified. Pr- uh, present address unknown. Born July, and I couldn't tell because the the writing was kind of weird, but I think it was July 26th. It might have been purposely. Yeah. Like 19. But it was. But, but, but then it was 0104 is the year. Probably after it was. Uh, after they settled things. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. zero, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, his height and weight. And this is, again, I don't understand their, their height and weight system because their height says 7 foot 20 inches. <laughs> 
They're metric inches. <laughs> okay. over this. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's a yeah. callback. Yeah. 84.5 PGs again. Metric pounds. <laughs> pounds per gallon. Uh, and <laughs> pounds. Great. And gra- radiating? No, I'm thinking gravity. gravity. Maybe you know, like like gravity. the grounds of. The, per gravity? Pounds in the gravity of this Maybe. world or something. Uh, I don't his, know. His blood type is O, even though the first time I thought it said blood type D. His health is excellent. His marital status is single. <laughs> his occupation, here's our bit of English. Love Hunter. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Love Hunter, Hunter. but they spelled it Love Hunter. Okay. <laughs> Notes pacifist. It was signed on March 31st, 0131, which makes Vash 27 years old. That, that makes sense. I always thought that Vash was uh, listed as a peer as like 19. Well, peer, I guess, versus actual age. Or he could have just made up his birthday. Yeah, he yeah, could have just thrown some numbers down. Or it could yeah, be so Wolfwood's he... birthday, because Wolfwood is listed to be around like in his mid-20s. Well, guys, when July 20... I, so one of you needs to set a reminder in your phone for July... 26, so we can do a bonus episode wishing Vash a happy birthday. Do you, do you really expect any of us to remember that? I said, so I said, somebody, one of you needs to put it in your phones. I, have, really my phone, I have my phone up right really, now to read the yeah, stuff. Do you okay, really I will put reach, it in my phone right really, now. Do you really expect me to reach one foot to grab my phone at this point? No. I no. will put it in the calendar, guys. I already did my, I already did my, my, my research bit. <laughs> my research bits. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put in Fash's birthday, July 26th. It's a Wednesday, so I'm going to put that in the Friday before. You know, Wikipedia will probably tell you Fash's birthday. <laughs> Guys, but, Fash's birthday's put in. Okay. Uh, it's not in Wikipedia. It's put in. The guy running the contest is literally the first guy in the series to realize, hey, it's probably just somebody using a name. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's going to bite him in the ass. It might. For a little bit of forethought, he's finally, he's going to get bit in the ass. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he might not, though, because he asks, this will do, to a mysterious veiled figure. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. He's got another one of those... Shadowing. He's got another one of those curtains that just hides a... Right, H- hides a mysterious character. <laughs> right. Mysteriously. Foreshadowing. Kind of literally, actually. Whoever invented those uh, is making a killing on this planet. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfwood comes to Vash's room to get drunk and apologize. <laughs> That's that's exactly what you need to do before a very important competition where you're going to shoot things is to get drunk beforehand. <laughs> I love that Wolfwood realizes the girls are listening at the yeah, door, too. It's pretty comical. Yeah, they, they talk a little bit about church and the orphans. Vash uh, smiles for real again. He does. Yeah. And yep, that's when Wolfwood finally tells the girls, come on in. <laughs> God, that's fine. Get in here. And as you said, Meryl does apologize. She mm-hmm. does. Since yeah. it wasn't Vash's fault. And he wishes him, and she wishes him well. Yeah, see, she could be nice. So. Yeah, but she really fought to try to. That's just part well of her character. It's her character flaw. It's her character flaw. <laughs> and then Millie gets all enthusiastic that they're going to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wolfwood's like, "Who's drinking?" She goes, "Oh yeah, I'm in." <laughs> That's actually how you sound when we say "Who's get, who's drinking?" And you need And it's summer vacation. It's the first day of summer vacation. Well, and we then, go. Yes. All right, who's drinking? Yeah, like, I am. Oh my god, I'm gonna take off my clothes. <laughs> well, that's and then Ray gets very, very embarrassed. That's kind of what we get here a little bit. I don't think that's ever happened. No, usually I just go out with coworkers and then get drunk. I think that's the only person I, I know that takes you their clothes off and get drunk is Pokey. That's true. Yeah, our perspective character is <laughs> Kuranekasama, who's, who that? looks How's a little. That? that was a little better. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Who looks a little freaked out as he's hearing, you go, big girl, and Meryl yelling at Millie to put her clothes back on. <laughs> it and, 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 is I, the best part of the episode. She, she goes, well, it's like, you hear her, she goes, oh, 
I feel so hot. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I literally had that sound file downloaded on on my computer for years. <laughs> Hey there, welcome to The Break Card. My name is Andy, and I want to apologize if you hear some video game noises in the background. My better half is playing Need for Speed really loud. This is a brand new segment that we're going to do in between uh, where The Break Card would be in the episode of Trigun. So uh, we're going to tell you about some upcoming things on the show. Uh, first of all, talk about upcoming episodes. Next week, we will actually not have your next review of Trigun. We had some scheduling issues and a lot of crazy stuff coming up these last several weekends. So we're actually going to bring you a uh, episode of Pokemon Generations. It'll be our fifth episode of Pokemon Generations, where we review episodes 7 and 8. From there, we'll do episodes 11 and 12. And episode 13 of Trigun is a clip show, a uh, kind of a review show. So we'll have our special blooper episode like we did with Excel Saga. Uh, speaking of Excel Saga, let's talk real quick about our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. You can find all kinds of great stuff there for as little as $1 a month. $1, folks. It's barely anything. Uh, you can get access to all of our old episodes. We no longer can carry every episode on our old feed. So as we are releasing new episodes of our review of Trigun and Pokemon Generations and movies and such, we're removing episodes of our review of Excel Saga. So you can go back and listen to those episodes anytime you want. Also, we have lots of bonus episodes, bonus content. We actually have nine different bonus episodes right now up, and we'll have a tenth coming up pretty soon as well. And uh, lots of varying topics, some goofy stuff, some serious stuff, some just weird random stuff. Over two hours of bonus content for you there. We also have some show notes that you can check out. Uh, my, We're slowly kind of putting this up, mine and Bill's and Josh's notes. So if you're curious of the amount of work we do or do not put into these uh, into these episodes, you can go check that out. Finally, I want to end with a very special thanks. We have a brand new contributor to this particular show, and that is our good friend Thurk. Thurk has taken on the ridiculously enormous job of doing editing. It was a job that I did, and I still am doing to some extent still on these episodes, but... It would take me anywhere from three to four hours to do a single episode after recording, going through and editing and getting out all of the, the, the stuff that just doesn't sound good and making it sound coherent. So if you notice some small changes and some differences in the quality, uh, Thurk is working really hard and is learning the skill and is doing an amazing job. I also want to send a special thank you to him for doing this for us. All right, enough of this. Let's get back to the episode. The day of the tournament, a busload of ne'er-do-wells shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, some really some really uh, questionable types. Oh, really? I thought those were upstanding uh, citizens. I like the guy who uses the machine gun to like, like, light, a uh, cigar. light a cigar. That's, that's a waste of ammo. That's pretty great. And an ominous, weird-looking man walks through the foreground. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oddly. Mm-hmm. Doesn't blink. No. The girls are eating grilled sausages and wondering if Vash will make it. I love how the girls are not drunk. Like yeah. they're, they're not hungover, they're not hungover at all. They're just, they're and Millie was the drunk, probably the drunkest of them all. Oh yeah, she can hold her liquor. Damn girl. I mean, well, the little hibachi like, grilled sausages look good though. Those, those, those right? they, they look they look really tasty. good. I would eat those. Uh, they also look like they're frying tofu as well. Yeah, which I, I think is a, I think is a thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. They're wondering if Vash will make it, and he does. But he's hungover <laughs> and draped over Wolfwood. Uh, Neil asks if he's really going to help them, 
but Neil's mom protests she can't ask him to do that. <laughs> Please don't do this. Oh, it's okay. I can do this. <laughs> he says, I'm not bad at this sort of thing. The first few competitors can't hit half a dozen bottles at 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Yards. Yeah. Ards. What the fuck they call them? <laughs> yards. yards. I, think, I think we said it was uh, yards. <laughs> yards. Uh, which makes you wonder why they're in the tournament in the first place. Yeah, the money. You know, if, if they if, can't hit a bottle at 10 yards... Well, this, is, this is how they weed out the really bad ones. Yeah. Well, I know, but and you also, think they wouldn't sign up at all. You ever seen Tough Enough? <laughs> Parts of it. Like like the, the, like the first episode, they have like all these, like, they always have like the all really the, or, super out of shape or... Or, or, or American, the, Idol, American Idol or, or MasterChef or... Yes, or yeah, okay, fair things, enough. So, there you go. Chop. No, Chop, they're... Chop, like, chop they go to specific yeah, restaurants. Yeah, 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 they, okay, yeah they bring in four people who actually know what the hell they're doing. Okay, Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen. In theory, Hell's Kitchen, they're supposed to know what they're doing, too, but I'm not sure some of those aren't actors or picked out of... Oh, a, I'm sure they probably oh. are. Or, or at least the crazies are picked out to provide drama. But MasterChef's a good... Because it's kind of like American Idol, where there's a huge pool of people. And okay. some of them are just like, here's cheese and lobster on a stick. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, or like The Bachelor or something like that, where like you got like the one crazy chick who's like, I'm taking off my clothes! And it's like, yeah, I you're gone. I think that's probably a benefit on The Bachelor. Oh, you're yeah, probably right. right. Yeah, 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 you're probably it's, right. It's a douchebag selecting sluts. Saturday Night Live did it best on one of their jokes, so like, uh-huh. like uh, Dateable Hunk or something like that. And the one's like, I have to tell you something. <laughs> I have seven STDs. That's all right. Also, I forgot to bring a bikini. You're out. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, anyway. So uh, Vash is up to yeah, the shoot, right? The kids oh. watch as Vash stumbles up. Oh, man. Yeah. Real, real role model for yeah, the kids, they, like I said earlier on in this <laughs> right, episode. Right, well, they, they think them. he's a lost cause. Yeah. yeah. So they always got the head on straight that That's, he's an that's idiot. true. They understand. That's uh, okay. That, also, that too. Yeah. And also showing them old uh, tapings of uh, the Quick and the Dead, obviously. Mm-hmm. And tough enough. <laughs> so Vash draws his gun and, and successfully breaks all the bottles. Right, because he was too hungover to miss. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was hoping to miss at least one. I, so. I, I want to note the bottles again, like, yeah. we, like we saw in uh, the Frank Marlin episode where we had the bottle of Wild, Wild turkey. turkey. We've got Maker's Mark and Jim Beam and I think Old Crow as well. Yeah, yep. yeah. The, actually, a bottle of Maker's, uh, actually a bottle of Maker's Mark, which is awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, for you, I yeah, love that. What, no Glenfiddich? Bastards. I can't imagine they drink scotch in the Old West. Why not? Scotch is awesome. Because you have to smoke it with peat. Oh, fair and enough. And they're in the desert. Okay, fair enough. You got, you got a point there. Wolfwood gives him some encouragement, and that's when we learn that Vash has signed him up too. Since <laughs> two entrants makes double the chance of winning. I love this, because later on, when it's revealed that it's not, you're not, they're not just shooting bottles, uh-huh. Vash is so surprised, like, wait, wait, what? And Wolf's <laughs> like, you didn't know! <laughs> it's great. Uh, Millie asks Wolfwood, wow, why are you so good? <laughs> yeah, how come you're good? <laughs> That's what she <laughs> right. says. It's just like the wording of that great. <laughs> <laughs> he says it's for protection, and Millie starts in theorizing that he's a former gunman. Yeah, well, um, well. <laughs> He cuts her off before ominous weird guy comes up and talks to them about how the tournament is moving to one-on-one competition. <laughs> Which goes to the moment where we yep. talked about Vash freaking yep. out. Yeah, because Vash is like, what? Like, how do you not have... A, a quick draw competition without having actual, I don't know, quick drawing. Why do you walk around talking to people when you're doing ominous weird guy thing and you don't want anybody to notice? That's true, especially when you're talking moving. about. Yeah. What are you talking about? That unblinking, uh, non lip moving <laughs> man is just fine. Nothing wrong with him. Yeah. Nothing weird here. I don't know why his why his butt is uh, sticking out <laughs> the way it is. 
That's a front butt. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. He's doing his President Screw impersonation. I don't get that reference. Spaceballs? Uh, okay, oh, okay. I saw that once you. when I was like seven. I haven't seen it in a long time. I own it. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. While the first match is happening, uh, Vash is juggling a handful of rocks. <laughs> the men draw, and Vash swipes, knocking a bullet off the course, and the loser is just wounded in his shoulder. Right. And that's the question. Is he actually did he actually hit the bullet mid travel or did he actually knock the the barrel trajectory enough to uh to cause, you know, a, either a, a, a wounding uh, a flesh wound. Either way, I've seen this episode a lot of times and just until it just took me this viewing of it now to understand what the hell happened. Really? I yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I thought maybe God, like we've been watching see, this series for almost twenty years. I know. I you... thought I thought the guy just missed and shot the guy in the arm, and then Wolf when he leans over, he's like, like about, "You're really was... good at trajectories." Like, like, hey, I got an idea. That guy didn't get killed. Maybe you can just not, try not to shoot and kill these people. Well, what's really crazy is they're dueling. So Vash probably threw two rocks. Yeah, well, I he, didn't he think had about numerous that. rocks. He had numerous rocks, so maybe, maybe, yeah, he he. That's he would have had wow. To yeah. had to worry about both guns, mm-hmm. and he did it with one hand. Yep. God damn. Either that, or he noticed that the one guy was terrible and just wasn't going to hit anyway. So maybe which that that sounds like something he could in, intuit too. So. Yeah. First quarterfinal match is Vash and the weird guy that we've previously yeah, mentioned. The bizarre guy. Mm-hmm. They they start pacing off in the establishing shot. You can see why he's weird. You can see that his feet are facing the same direction as Vash's. No, right. no, no. That's just a birth defect. <laughs> I like how you guys. I like how you guys notice his butt, and I notice his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Well, you know, I think that he, he I was kind of cute. I think that's telling. You know, still, <laughs> his feet are right there. I was paying attention to big boobs earlier, and I'm looking at a nice guy's ass. I mean, what can yeah, sue me? How do you know he's nice? Well, I don't know. It seems pretty tricky I, I, to me. Nice well, when, when we actually guy. see his real face, it almost is a little bit like. Matsumoto, like like Leiji Matsumoto esque, like the animation. Like he right. just he seems a little different than some of the other regular regular animation. They walk, and yes, the face was a mask, and he didn't have to turn to draw. But then he still has to shoot through a wig. Yeah. So maybe but that's why he element missed. of surprise. Although isn't that cheating? Because don't you have to go a certain number of paces then turn? And- yeah, yes, you yeah, do. It's, all, it's okay. usually ten paces. Something it was just like a that. poor plan, completely yeah, all around. This, this guy's yeah. an idiot. But you have to you have to think though he got through the uh, the elimination round by shooting sh- shooting backwards. backwards. Yes, that's impressive. Yeah, nobody noticed his arm like jointed joint backwards while he shot and uh-huh. hand be upside down. Birth defects. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess he could have turned the mask around. Yeah, he probably he, there is a possibility that beforehand he had his outfit turned around correctly. Yeah, that's possible. And then you know he went to oh I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, Vash at least pretends to be startled by this and wings the guy in the shoulder mm-hmm. and wins. I don't think he is startled. He acts like he is. I don't think he actually is. Mm-hmm. It's Vash being Vash. We see Wolfwood face off with a guy with a machine gun, which hardly seems fair. No, how do they allow that to happen? Yeah, that, that, That's got to go into rules. Well, it's unfair to that guy because he immediately gets disarmed by Wolfwood. Right. Why are you looking at me when you say his name? I'm just waiting for it. I'm being nice. We see Vash employ an abdominal stretch, which doesn't <laughs> yeah. seem fair. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. <laughs> and we get some lazy stills of Vash and Wolfwood just yep. shooting. and Leading yep. up to the, I bet you can't final guess round. who the last two in the finals are. Right. Heckle and Jekyll? No. 
which is probably Huey. also has something to do with why there's no fatalities this year. Huey and Dewey. Uh, <laughs> I love how the doctor, or whatever it is, who's all like, who kind of wow. who kind of looks like the Nebraska old man. Yeah, he kind of does. He's really kind of like, well, that's weird. There's no uh, fatalities. He almost sounded a little upset by this. Yep. And okay. well, the mayor's um, really pissed off. Well, the mayor's guy kind of looks like Stan from the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, from the earlier episode. Yeah, as the well. Baron episode. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's no fatalities actually tells the mayor that this guy really is Vash the Stampede. Which, which again, he must really be on his shit if he knows that Vash would be there and not cause fatalities. Because everybody else would think everybody would just be dead because Vash is there. So Wolfwood just goes to the mayor and he wants to withdraw. But the mayor won't let him. The family from before are being held hostage and the mayor wants Wolfwood to take out Vash and split the bounty. Yeah, this mayor, I don't fully get the motivation of the mayor. I, mean, I, I wonder do, if I maybe don't. this. I wonder if maybe this thing... Has been going on for three years to try to draw Vash into it. Oh, now that is okay. If that is the case, then yes. If this was set up the entire time just to get it Vash, which is probably why he knows Punk's used the name. Yeah, they brought somebody in who says they're Vash Stampede, and that guy gets shot in the face first round. I feel like they should. I mean, those are all really good. So the mayor is a lot more canny than most of the people that we've ran into in this series, for the most part. Yes, and I, I think that that's really good. I never thought of that. But, man, I feel like they could have narratively done a little bit more, just a little bit more, to make those connections, to, to kind of give us this more full idea. And, and maybe may, we're and maybe extrapolating. That, and maybe in the original Japanese they did. And then when it came And then over, we got translated, it just didn't, it didn't quite, translate all the little bits. Yeah, that's possible. Wolfwood then clues Vash into why they are still fighting. They loudly argue while yes. trading shots. They do. It's pretty awesome. Yep. And then they rush out, shooting each other and collapsing. <gasps> no! The end uh, of the series, they're both dead! Yep, yep. The mayor declares he gets all the money and sends <laughs> his flunkies to finish them off. The guys in the pilgrim hats. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. What, what, what did you say about the guys in the pilgrim hats? They're cops? Yes, because cops wear pilgrim hats. That's how that works. <laughs> in this town, it does. Well, I guess hey, in this you, know, town, you know who wears pilgrim hats? Pilgrims. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, of course, Bash and Wolfwood are just playing possum. Yeah. And then shit hits the fan. Tomato juice. Yep. Yep. And the pools of tomato juice that they're sitting in looks w- disproportionate to what's in those bottles. They could have had extra bottles. And man, who's going to do the dry cleaning on those clothing? Like, that suit, I guess I got to come out. Yeah, but, which is why Vash wears red. Oh, fair. There we go. Um, kind of like Deadpool. that guy guy wearing his brown pants I have to ask the question Mm -hmm. if they were just going to get up and shoot every bit of reinforcement (laughs) and the hostage taker anyway why why did they just do it Yeah, I think they were trying to draw um, probably draw them out and uh, lull them into a false sense of security probably true to make sure that they don't get ambushed in some way later Wolfwood asks the girls for his luggage (laughs) and Millie stun guns it over to him that yeah. was pretty badass. Right, because right. I was wondering how they were going to get it over there. Get it over there. Oh, so full of mercy. You had a way. question about the animation on that, though. Well, it looked like from the uh, the stun gun bolt, you see it, it's, it you know, opened up and crossed out. It looked like they were missing, what that goes missing connections between the, the circular base and the four cross sections that are supposed to that go out from it. I, I think that's probably just bad animation, because in, in previous episodes, you've seen that it opens up and is all connected. Right, right. Aerodynamically, I wonder why the thing doesn't spin around like a big shuriken and just impale whoever it's being shot at. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'll give them a pass on that, at least. This is when we get our first look at the Punisher Cross. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, fi- we finally get it revealed in its full glory. Not full glory. Well, okay. Yeah, One-fourth we- of its glory. Okay, fair. But we get, we <clears throat> see more. I actually yeah. wrote a pause in here for Josh to squeal. 
Okay, yeah. that's all I wrote. Um, <laughs> the rest of the henchmen that were on the rooftops all get taken out in pretty short order. Wolfwood screams, Gloria, I won't let any more children suffer again. So, um, you, you seemed a little confused when, when it first brought up. Yeah, he just yelled, Gloria. Well, because it's like he's singing a, a hymn. There's a Catholic hymn that goes, uh, Gloria, Gloria, in excelsis uh, Deo. Which I forget what, it's, what it is. Um, it's Glory. But I don't know what the rest is. It's like glory that he is risen or something. Oh, like I know that. that song. Deo, Deo. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not hey, counting Mr. the bananas. Tally Man. No. <laughs> right? He's firing guns and calling out to the glory of God because it's so cool. Wolfwood demands his prize money, and what I can only assume was the previously shadowed figure. We just see his feet on a rooftop walk away. Wolfwood is then being attacked by the children. <laughs> now, as the girls are gone, pretty great. Uh, Vash is helping Neil's mom cook, mm-hmm. so they've traded roles. And then Neil's dumbass dad just comes home <laughs> after all of his fucking debts have been paid by these guys. Fuck that guy. Uh, and neither of them get the MILF. They don't yep. get the money, they don't get the MILF. They probably didn't get a free meal. Nope, probably not. They probably got kicked out as soon as he showed up because, you know, she wanted uh, welcome home sex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy with a Hey, stick. Vash, well, go, t- go take care of Neil. <laughs> we, need, we need half an hour. <laughs> 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 Mama asked me to go get peanut butter counties over. <laughs> there's, there's no peanut butter plant anywhere near here. <laughs> Neil, that's basically Neil, the episode, Neil right? I mean, yeah, that's, there's that's, not much left. It sounds I think like there's... a Roald Dahl book, actually. Yeah. Neil and the peanut butter plant. <laughs> it does. I would totally read that book. Uh, uh. <laughs> you, can't, no. you can't see Bill shaking his head. No. Uh, and that, for the most part, is basically episode 10 of Trigun. Quick draw! McGraw! <laughs> Bill, tell me your thoughts on this episode. Well, again, it's Trigun. I, I really don't have... Do we miss the vitriol and the anger that I have? <laughs> you, you're drinking a lot less, that's for sure. Yeah, actually, he didn't even bring alcohol down this time. It's very strange. But uh, It's a little scary. Well, it was your choice. Right. Why would you torture yourself? So, Don't worry. True. It's Josh's choice next. No, I know. No, no, you will have all kinds of... This is um, going to suck ass. You're going to have all kinds of anger, I'm sure. We already know what my choice oh, is. Oh, we know what it is, but so, still, it's not something that he got to choose. I think, I think Bill will Bill will find stuff to like about that. I'm, I think he will, too. But yeah, I mean, again, it's a nice, solid episode. Mm-hmm. We tell a nice, solid story. Not a two-parter this time, really. Nope, not no. a two-parter. Um, it's a downtime. It's a yeah, fluff. Um, fluff piece. We get to see just how badass both guys are, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really all there is to it, other than they could scale back Meryl's bitchiness just a bit. <laughs> like, they're, like, she is just such a bitch sometimes. Yeah. There was also one last closing shot we forgot to mention. Which is? Girl Nekosama sleeping uh, on the windowsill. Of course. Yeah, because now he's calmed down. Because everything's <laughs> much better. Yeah, because nobody's freaking him out by taking their pants off. I know, I know. Uh, Josh, tell me about your thoughts I, on this I enjoyed this episode as well. Um, it's a pretty stock uh, episode for this series. That's not bad. I think a stock episode's a fun episode. No, as I said before, the worst Trigon episodes are still better than whatever steaming pile of turd episode of Excel we were watching. Oh, no! <laughs> I love Excel! Oh. Yeah. But I think what what the episode does is it does a little bit more to expand on uh, Wolfwood a little bit more. And yes, you get to see one of the functions of his cross, which is really, really cool. I'm wondering if Wolfwood's character was uh, inspired by any way of Clint Eastwood's uh, priest character, Pale Horse. 
I where he was a priest, but he was also a gunman. Uh, I personally am not the person to ask that, right. but um, fans, it, let us let us know. Is that? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not sure. All in all, it's a fun episode. Uh, there's yep. there's a, there's a good blend of comedy, a uh, little lighter on the action, so it's a lot more of uh, the shenanigans and comedy, and and we need that after fine. Uh, after an intense episode in, on a on a steamer. Yeah, I think the episode's pretty good overall. I it, I really enjoyed it. It is not going to be in my top five, but it still is a very solid episode. I really don't have much else to add. I enjoyed a lot of the comedy in this one, and mm-hmm. I love the interaction between Wolfwood and Vash. You know, you think you're going to see the end of Wolfwood in the last episode, and now he's back, so it looks like yeah. he's going to become a staple Yay. Uh, within the series. Yay! So yeah, good episode overall. Right. Nothing really to complain about. Awesome. Alright, so next week we have episode 11 of Trigun, Escape from Pain, which will, without a doubt, be in my top five. And it is... <laughs> it's a painless experience for Andrew. Oh. Uh, it's my it's my review. It is your review. It's my review. It's going to be a pain for a few of us. Oh, sad. No, I'm really looking forward to this one. I cannot wait to talk right. about this one. This one is so, so good. That's next time. Thank you once again for tuning in to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. I meditate diligently every morning and quit after three seconds. My name is Andrew. I'm being put in strangleholds by the children again. God, parenting sucks. I'm Josh. (laughs) It's it's true. I'm not sure why I'm chasing the elusive mayfly known as love. Because sometimes you need a little more love in your life. Everyone needs to chase the the mayfly known as love. Man, I almost thought you were going to break into Beatles right there. All you need is love. Okay, you could definitely go Vader time now. All you need are gloves. <laughs> That's my fa- one of my favorite hobbies, is taking songs where they mention love and changing it to gloves. It's great. It's, I, I enjoy that very much. I would do anything for gloves, but I won't do that. Yes! <laughs> wow. I believe I'm... in a thing called gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in life after gloves? Yes. Oh, fuck. Yes. See, this game is great, isn't it? Oh, this geez. could be a whole mini-sode. Why, no, why is this no, not the mini it's, it's, it's definitely time. I think it's definitely oh, time. I was Bill. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowbane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Geek and Gamer Guild, the Slasher Sanitarium, Pwn Stars, and our brand new show, New Blood Rising. Hey, girls. You don't have to listen through the door. Come on in. (laughs) Well, hello. I apologize for eavesdropping, but at least now I understand a little better, Mr. Vash. Uh, What? 
since it appears that you were forced this time, I wish you... She means good luck, Mr. Vash. Give him heck, all right? Thanks, guys. Who's drinking? I am? Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, hey, don't let her have too much, all right? Hey, lighten up. Yeah. Oh, I feel so hot. Wow. Hey, don't do that here. Yeah. You're really? good, big girl. Get yeah. your clothes back on right now. <laughs>